Well, hello, listeners. Um, just so you know, if this is your first time tuning in, um, this is one of our missions updates. And again, if you don't know, one of the things that we have covenanted to do is establish partnerships. And we have had a long-standing partnership um, alongside one couple who has been serving within our alliance um, as an international, as a couple, as international workers for about 25 years. Many of you are likely familiar with them. They've been around here for quite some time, and they spent their first 20 years or so in Poland in many capacities and on many different ministry assignments. About five years ago, they headed to a region in the Middle East to work at developing a team to live among and serve a few different least-reached people groups. Now they are looking ahead toward a new go from God. And I'll leave that for them to share a little bit more with you. So welcome, Don and Betty, to our podcast today. Thank you. It's so nice to have you. I mean, it was a bit of, maybe not so much for me, but a bit of a surprise to some of our congregation um, to have you back for the last few weeks. So Mm -hmm. it's been nice to see your faces around, but I know it's been a lot, a lot of work, a lot of waiting, um, and for reasons I'm sure will come out, you know, over the length of the podcast. But um, I'm looking forward to hearing and kind of exploring some of this new quote-unquote go um, for both of you. So so tell us, what's new? Well, about a year ago, um, a little bit more than that, we accepted a new position. And so uh, rather than just being team leaders, we are area directors. And that's just a fancy title to say that we provide administrative and member care to a number of, of our teams in the Middle East and Central Asia. Okay, so as opposed to one team in one location Correct. in the Middle East. Okay, and thank you. The great thing about that is um, the travel is not so great, but seeing other workers in their context and what God is doing in different countries and different contexts is really exciting. And it allows us to pray better and to report on what God is doing in more than just what we see outside of our door or in our local team. So, about how many regions or or teams of people will you be providing this care for? I believe it is five. Five, yeah, okay. Five and, different countries. And this is throughout the Middle East and Central Asia. That is correct. Okay, so yeah. friends, if you don't know where the Middle East or Central Asia is, take a look on your map. Um, yeah, it's basically everything uh, east of China and north of India and dipping your toes in the Mediterranean. Okay. So kind of that big region. South of Russia. South of Russia. South of Russia. Excellent. So um, can you can you detail a little bit about, you know, I, I know you, um, you've told us about some of those responsibilities. Um, what what suits you about this? Like what what excites you about these different roles? So, uh, yeah, this is just a precursor to the bigger change that's coming up. But for the um, area director role, like. Don said, it is being able to hear some more stories of people who are in love with Jesus and sharing it and people who want to hear about him and the friends you make. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, what about like the, the leadership and the oversight? How, so with these five teams, are they big teams, small teams? Why is, you, why is this role as an area director important to them? For some of our teams, they're only one couple. And so that companionship and that connection with others who are doing the same thing is, exists with other organizations who are in the same place. And that's one of the things we do well as, as the alliance is we partner with others. But there's something when you have somebody from home coming to visit you. And, and when we're able to do that, it, it just is exciting for those people we're meeting and also for us because we can share stories from you know what we call home. 
uh, within our alliance fold. And uh, that's important for them to know that they're cared for and loved. Um, in our previous um, arrangement at hierarchy, I guess you call it, we had regional directors who oversee, four couples who oversaw everybody in the world. And when we had the five regions, the five S regions, we've moved away from that. And instead, we have, above us as area directors, we have international strategic directors so that we can focus on the strategies we're using to reach the lost. We want to be as, um, as effective as we can, and this is a way that is going to allow us to do that. Yeah, that sounds like the restructuring has been good. So for those of you who are unaware of the five S's, they were ways to categorize areas of the world our international workers are working in because many of those places are restricted access countries, meaning um, we have to be really careful about how we talk about them because there's some safety concerns, legitimate safety concerns for our workers and the believers that they work with and who have come to Christ in these areas. And so regionally, they've been referred to as the five S's. So silk, sun, sand, Spice. Spice, yeah, I couldn't remember that one. And then I think it was C to C, which C is C just um, uh, across Canada. Um, and so now they've switched that into, from moving from that into um, a structural change around strategy, which can you talk about those, the different strategies that are being employed to reach these least reached people groups? Well, there's uh, church development. So that's uh, one. That's one. And we don't call it church planting because the intent of all of us eventually whatever means to end up with faith communities that are able to share the love of Jesus but this is working specifically with church leaders and developing churches that way Um, the second one is relief and development uh, self-explanatory there's business uh, for transformation which is where for example we have people who have large businesses employ a lot of people and in that way are able to share the gospel in places where they cannot uh, have an open platform as as uh, they can in other places Uh, a fourth one is international churches Uh, fifth one is um, mobilization Mm. uh, equipping local churches to be able to send people out all over the world so it's not just people coming from one place, but people going from all over to all over. Uh, and then there's a few more. And then the other, another one is marketplace, where many of us in Canada have marketable skills. And if you're working in IT or if you're an airline pilot or if you're a doctor or a nurse or you work in the, um, whether the service industry or even in the oil and gas, you can be employed in many, many different places in the world. And uh, this is for people who uh, can take their career into another culture and and be strategically Christ followers in that new culture and be lights in the middle of the darkness. Yeah, it's it's amazing. I know I know a couple of doctors who have who have moved their families and they're they're in the Middle East um, in a different area than than you guys are currently. Um, But it's I mean, it's wonderful. Could you could you explain the difference between um, the marketplace ministry as a strategy and the business? one that Betty had referred to. Are, are they the same? They are not the same. In Marketplace, the workers are still being funded as international workers by the Alliance. And uh, although they're both involved in working, um, the funding happens differently. And then they are, they are, they are kind of one of the 
fully funded people that go out for for uh, and the business and it is meant the businesses that they design is meant to help people who are in vulnerable uh, areas uh, providing single moms or people who really have no source of income a source of income uh, for but whereas the marketplace is when someone has uh, they're completely self-contained. They have a job, for example, a doctor, a nurse, a teacher, or whatever it is, and they are completely f- paid by a, a, in the people in the country that they're in, and they are just living like they do here, sharing the good news of Jesus with their friends and their neighbors and their fellow people. Yeah, that's that's excellent. I love I love the idea of strategy. Now, do you guys, uh, the region, like as as area directors, are you then, um, are these teams that you are working with all under one ministry? Or are you, um, can you can you talk that out with us a bit? Yeah, so uh, in, as we work through this new structure, one of the things that's interesting is because we report to a strategic director and we have many things under us, we report to three different strategic directors because of various things that are happening in our region. and And so... Uh, the great thing is that all of our we have four st- uh, strategic directors, and th- they all meet with us quarterly. So we don't have to have f- a conversation with everybody, but once every three months we have a conversation with all of our supervisors together. So everybody hears the same thing, and we can cross pollinate and speak into what's happening. Uh, I think it's an exciting thing going forward that that we can do that, and it, mm-hmm. it gives us a chance to. Uh, broaden our horizons to new and different ways of how we can engage locals with the gospel. Yeah, no, that's that's really neat. And I wanted you guys to flesh that out a little bit because it's it is very different maybe than where we've come in from, especially if our listeners are longtime alliance people. It's it's been you know, it's this is this is a very different shift. And and I think we would all agree that you guys are so well suited to you know, to help provide leadership and in some, you know, in some really practical ways, like helping with budgets. And, um, but I think the member care piece, seeing people understanding, you know, with your, with your length, um, longevity in cross-cultural situations and in some really interesting and, you know, interesting is one of those words that can mean a lot of different things, (laughs) Um, really interesting ministry opportunities and environments. And, and so to have the wisdom and, you know, life experience to be able to speak and encourage, but train and teach and develop, I think is, I think is really cool. So Betty had mentioned one of the big changes, Um, Don, you led off with you know, talking specifically about your role, but I know that there is also another big change kind of as part of this. Fill us in on that. Well, uh, we're moving. You're moving. Uh, One of the things that that we see in Scripture is um, New Testament and Old Testament, those who are following Jesus, they walk with him. You look at the at the books in the New Testament, and how many times has he walked with Jesus? Walk in this way. Walk in the truth. Walk in the life. And people who were first Christians were called followers of the way, and a way leads somewhere. And so one of the things that, that we have really been open to since before we met and through our marriage life is to go where God leads us and not thinking that he's going to lead us one place and that's it. So I think that we need to constantly no matter what our, our relationship with Jesus is, to be open to where he's leading next and not get too comfortable in, in the world around us that we've created and, you know, a nice house, a nice car, I like this pace and this people. 
but be open to where God moves us. And so uh, we've been prompted in many different ways. And, you know, when we went, went to Poland, it was, uh, Lord, we trust that our leaders want us to go there, so we trust them. And knowing that the Holy Spirit worked through our leaders. Going to the Middle East, uh, that was a real God thing. We both knew that God said, this is where you're going to be. We thought it was going to be till we retire. But through circumstances and through opportunities and the fulfillment of the role that we were called to do, uh, God has said, okay, let's move again. And so we have to, as um, one of our former leaders said, you always, as, as the Jesuits, you need to walk with one foot raised hmm. because you don't know which direction you're going to go next. Hmm. That's a good saying. That's a good saying. It's something to certainly consider. So um, I know that you can't say specifically where you're headed, but can you give us an idea of a region? Yes, we will be in Central Asia, and it is in one of the former Soviet states, a bunch of them over there. Mm -hmm. And uh, that is exciting to us. Exciting to qualify that, of course, you have your heart in the place you've been, attached to the people you've been with, because... They're part of your life, and we were definitely called to that place, and we are definitely called to leave that place now. And so living in the immediate is always, then you know you're exactly where you need mm-hmm. to be. And uh, But uh, it is a place that um, the language is closely related to the language we learned in our first country. So it's a Slavic language as well. We will be learning Russian. And so... That is kind of exciting for me. Um, yeah, you're kind of a language nerd. Ah, I, uh, <laughs> I find it fun. I find it challenging and tear your hair out sometimes too, but it is kind of like a fun mystery puzzle to try and unravel. And so, yes, I have been listening to Peppa the Pig in Russian and understanding a lot of it. So that's <laughs> been kind of fun. No, that's great. One of the things, for those of you that don't know, listener, is that, is that Betty has participated in quite an extensive amount of training to help coach people as they learn languages and so she she just has a a knack a gift um, in picking things up and helping other people learn and that's that's a service that she has actually provided um, to to different teams as they're in the process of learning their languages so it's a it's a big deal so and again for those of you that don't know and I I think Don and Betty are people that everybody should know. But if you don't have the privilege of knowing them, um, you need to understand that wherever they are, they are fully there. They are 100% present um, wherever they are. And it's an admirable quality. Um, But that comes with a bit of a cost, you know, as you look forward. And I do say forward because I know that that you believe that. Um, As you leave leave a place, I know there was was grieving and there was things that you missed when you left Poland to move to the Middle East. Um, what's hard for you to leave this country and head to a new one? Um, there's uh, all kinds of things. Uh, really cheap naan bread is one thing. <laughs> Fair uh, enough. You know, um, and, <laughs> you know, 36 pound or 17 kilo watermelons for 7 or $8. Um, it's always and good watermelon. And good watermelon. Not even like just semi-decent watermelon, like good, juicy, sweet watermelon. Yeah. So I think... Uh, one of the things that that we find, seeing that God has created us the way He has to be flexible in where we live, even in Poland, every every four or five years we would move to a new city, um, and not everybody has that, and and not everybody should have that, mm. um, but it's the way that He's wired us, and our passion is to 
to equip and empower others and then get out of the way. Our team in the Middle East is now being led by other team leaders who are doing a great job. And another thing that we've seen is we are uh, strong proponents of something called the Kairos course. And that's available here in Canada and really great to take because it gives you a biblical worldview that God came for the nations, not just for Israel. And as I read my quiet time this morning, Israel is his firstborn, not his only child. And so when we introduced the course into Poland, I remember praying over unreached people groups in the Middle East. And to five years later, see people from that unreached people group, people who have very little access to the gospel, attend the course and train to train to facilitate the course and bring other people from the people group to it uh, was just absolutely amazing. And we see we're at the cusp of faith communities being developed in this unreached people group. And knowing that God has called us to move somewhere else, uh, we have to equip others to, to do that. And we've seen that. So as we're here, training is going on for people from this unreached people group on what a faith community would look like in their culture. That's amazing. And, uh, you know, we would love to be there doing it. Yeah. But uh, we were able to work with others who are able to lead that and continue a longer term because we know our time there is. Short. And they are native speaking uh, in the language that they'll be speaking to these people in, so there'll be no translation. So that is more seamless, and that's what we're all about, is equipping people to reach their near neighbors and their friends and their family. That's what Kairos is all about, and that's what we're all about. We were given the mandate to uh, get a team going, and we have done that. And now the Lord is just saying to us, there are other teams that need some development. There are other people who will be retiring that you need to do some interim leadership with. And so we are looking to the future. And yes, we do grieve um, the people we leave behind. For me, it's really my close friends, particularly my neighbors. Mm -hmm. They are um, uh, they are Arab uh, friends and very, very close to us. Um, yeah, we, I can drop in on their houses anytime. The woman, kitty corner from us, actually her husband passed away during the time while we were there. And what I didn't know, she told me later, the first time that she saw Don in the stairs and he greeted her was when she was going down. They had just taken out the body of her husband. Oh. So that has bonded us. And she's looking after my flowers now, which in our apartment while we're here in Canada, and apparently my flowers are doing great. <laughs> and uh, we have, with both neighbors, we just have a very close friendship. They, uh, we, I have a great big painting that I, I happen to like to paint, and I have a painting that I did of Jesus, actually, that's in her front. And when they came in and they saw it, uh, particularly the one neighbor, she says, that's Jesus. We love Jesus, too. Mm. And so it was a bridge place to have some conversations about eternal things, which have been ongoing. Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, that's just amazing. And I hope, I hope it's the people that we always miss, you know, when we, when we go places and, and the opportunities that we can no longer be a part of, because there's, there's a measure of life and, um, and thriving there and anticipation. Mm. You know, it's 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 hard not to be a part of those things, but but knowing and trusting that work to 
God to continue through the people that he's raising up. And especially in a group of people where there there aren't a lot of recorded believers. You know, it's an unreached people group, which means that there's 2% of that, any, that population mm-hmm. of that people group are with either out the resources to spread the gospel among their own people, or they are that like less than 2% of them are Christians at all. Mm-hmm. And, and so to have a people group who have really had no presence um, in an evangelical way of, you know, gathering that kind of information to have them in a safe enough spot to be able to pop up and be able to make themselves aware um, or be known as Christians so that they can develop faith communities is a really big deal. And part of our move into Central Asia and learning Russian is that Russian is the trade language in all of these former Russian states. Mm-hmm. And so that opens the door to explore and facilitate new teams being planted in new areas with new unreached people groups. Yeah. And and I think that we're excited about this. Um, you know, there's way more than we can do alone. Uh, so if you're listening to this and want to learn Russian or want to start a business overseas or take your career somewhere else, uh, check with Holly. She knows how to get hold of us no matter where we are. And uh, maybe God has a plan for you. That's right. You can call me big brother. I'm just kidding. I'm not actually. But yeah, I would love to get you guys connected. Um, even if you're just looking to, you know, to ramp up your prayer life or God's leading you to to be more invested in praying for some of these things, especially these new ventures. Um, yeah, hit me up and we'll, I'll pass you along some prayer requests. I'm happy to do that. And, you know, at the end of this podcast, we'll be sharing some of those things as well. So um, now, Don, I know we had a conversation last week and um, and something had been really encouraged you. It's very, very familiar passage to you. And I know you're familiar with it because it's a, it's a big part of what the Kairos course talks about. Um, but I just thought it was neat, even though this decision was made, not even just about your role change, but about your move. Um, and this particular passage, um, I know you have some thoughts on it, and I just I would like to invite you to share those with our listeners. They have to tell me what passage. Oh, is um, <laughs> the go passage that the Abraham go. and you just yeah. you're continuing to go. I think you know, um, in my quiet time this year, I've I've just finished through into Exodus after going through Genesis and going through the Psalms, um, and. Chronicles and now in, in the, into um, Romans, it's really exciting to see that if you follow the life of, of Abraham, we are all familiar with the passage where, he's, where God says, go to the land that I will show you. But Abraham continues to move, and God continues to say to him, go. He moves into the land of Canaan. God says, go to Egypt. He goes to Egypt. He comes back. He says, go here. And, and, and I was just fascinated reading this passage, and he continued on into the Negev. So this walking with God, this being in communion with God is not something that's in one place for one time, but this life of obedience. And I think that's, if if God calls you to go, you need to go. If God calls you to stay, you need to stay. But that we always are seeking to find out where it is that God wants us to be uh, has just been something that he's impressed on us. And as much as we miss Poland uh, and we miss the Middle East where we're going to be leaving from uh, very shortly, what's he going to show us in the new place? And I've always found that when we go into something new, God's already been there before us, and he leads the way. And we just trust him for blessings along the way, and he has always, always been faithful. So share with us, because I I know some of this um, because we've had these conversations. So what are some of the ways that you've seen him even open up doors and and affirm this, you know, as you continue to walk. 
well, there are all kinds. Of, I'm trying to think of a specific that we can say. Um, we see even just going into um, when we took our trip to the Middle East or to the Central Asia, we just see things that connect with us. Uh, walking through the city, we see sites that are reminiscent of our time in Warsaw. And it's like, oh, I get that. Uh, hearing people on the streets and the way you greet people. Um, oh, I've got that. Uh, when we were in Poland, we were in a very religious country, uh, part of Europe, a stalwart of, of Christianity. And, uh, but people were very entrenched in a historical religion. From there, we moved to the Middle East, where people are entrenched in a historical religion as well, but not Christianity. Uh, the Middle East is Muslim, by definition almost. And so learning to love these people and their faith and their um, desire to serve a God maybe differently than we understand God, but being able to speak the truth into that is exciting. And now to go into a place which is Muslim and uh, Slavic, like Poland, it's like, oh, God has been preparing us. You know, when we went to the Middle East, it's like God prepared us for 20 years. Now he's prepared us for 25 years for the next step. Hmm. Yeah, I just think that's neat because I remember, too, some of the conversation you've had. You, you're listing out all of these new connections. Like somebody knows somebody oh. who knows somebody, no. and there's connections with this new country that you're yeah. going to be in. That like, I had lunch with a pastor just last week who says, oh, I've got relatives in the city we're moving to. Yeah. Uh, so it's just kind of this this amazing thing. Yeah, that's really neat. So what, um, I know you kind of have chatted a little bit about this, um, but what are some of the things that you're, that you're continuing to look forward to as you think about the move and, you know, the next few years? This is a small thing, but one thing I'm really looking forward to is being able to just go to an ATM and pull money out <laughs> because we are where the country we're in is it a matter of pulling out your hair, trying to figure out ways to get um, the money into the country. And that's a big administrative thing if you are in charge of your team. Uh, people like to get paid so that they can eat. And uh, so just to be able to go to a machine and pull out money. Yeah. Well, I would imagine, that. too, even for ministry costs, like, yeah, oh, yeah, like living costs for sure. It's hard to live without money, but it's also hard to do ministry <laughs> without <laughs> We do you know, get paid, but it to... takes a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. So yay for ATMs. <laughs> Who knew? Um, we look forward to uh, being in a less complex, as far as language goes, that we will have a better handle on that. Um, uh, by God's grace. Will you be dealing, or do you even know this? Because I know where you are currently, there's, not only are there like a bunch of different languages, but even within those languages, even in your city, there's there's different dialects and, and versions. And so the, it, the language issue is, mm -hmm. is super complex where you currently are. Mm -hmm. Do you know if it's going to be similar or, um, or, or at least less? From what I can tell, it will be less complex mm. because from, yeah, I think there aren't, near as many different languages and probably not as many dialects from what I can tell. I'll know more in a year or two, but yeah, uh, absolutely. much simpler. Yeah, we've committed to moving, but we've only spent 49 hours in this particular country. <laughs> so yeah. uh, you may think that's weird, but we just bought a house I've never seen <laughs> other than on WhatsApp. So, uh, you know, maybe we're just a little weird. <laughs> no, I th no, I think this is just how you guys roll. Um, and I think you role like that because you have trust in the faithfulness of God because of the experiences, you know, that you have had. And that's, you know, that's the one thing about the rela our relationship with God, that covenant. Um, 
it's it's a it's a partnership and God always 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 fulfills his his part of the the bargain always 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 and I think you guys have just had so many experience too many experiences mm-hmm. to not be able to move forward in the way that you guys do so yes it is a matter of trust I mean mm-hmm. when we went to uh, the, our country in the Middle East we knew without a shadow of a doubt that that it was a, like an audible voice saying, you belong here. You need to be here. And that's what I was looking for from God. And for this move, it was not quite as audible a voice and dramatic, but it is just as sure. Mm. He is leading us. And uh, we get a chance to put our trust in him, and he's never, ever let us down. No, no, that is that is refreshing and, and encouraging to hear. So as we kind of wrap this up and as people are, you know, have listened and, um, you know, might be thoughtful in prayer, what are some ways that we can be praying for you in the immediate future and maybe some of the things, you know, in the next few months to a year? Well, we are off now trying to get the proper documentation and visas to get where we're going. Like residency kind residency, of stuff? Residency, it's mm-hmm. a long process. Um, so we're just trying to navigate that in a in a place where things are always changing. Um, and so you can, you can pray that we can do this well. This is going to be probably a five or six month process. Uh, and, you know, you want to make sure you have the right documents because it's a long flight home to get the right document and get it translated and notarized and uh, apostilled and then all those things. Mm-hmm. So that's a big one right now. Okay. Another one would be that we would be able to transition well, that we would be able to leave well, to say our goodbyes properly and to finish up the things the things that we have started because we are tillers of the soil, but you need to pass it on to the next worker of the soil to so that the all the little... Um, Bible studies and friendships and trainings and all of that might uh, go the way that God would have them go. And and, uh, and then for us on the other end to transition into that well, we will be moving to a cold country in February. It's been a long time since, <laughs> since you've been cold. It <laughs> has, although winters where we are can get chilly at night too, but nothing like this. And so just for that whole transition, not just physically, the, the little comforts or non-comforts, but also the relationships that they will be deep and the ones that God has for us. And we look forward to coming back and sharing new stories. Uh, you know, this was an immediate trip here for us to be here. We, you know, this wasn't in our long-range plans, but we recognized we needed to come back to get the the um, diplomatic things in place. And we have been absolutely overwhelmed with the blessings that we've received from our church family here. Good. Uh, from from Chilliwack Alliance and from other churches that have partnered with us. Uh, we see these partnerships as uh, just just amazing. And going back to Abraham, you know, God said that I will bless you and th- you will be a blessing to the nations. And to see how as, you know, not, not that we're comparing ourselves to Abraham in no way, sense, or form, <laughs> but as we've gone to the nations, we've just seen how God has blessed us so much through you, our listeners, um, in, in ways that, that we could not even fathom. And we continue to, to be brought to tears with your generosity and your prayers and your commitment to joining us in the gospel. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, good. I'm glad that has been your experience because that's how it should be. And I think just on that, um, I think we can sign off because 
I don't think there's anything more to say. We are with you. We love you. And we will be praying for you. And I can't wait to come see you with the team. Thank Thank you you. so much. (laughs) All right, listeners, I'm just going to wrap up here. So there's some prayer requests that you can be praying for. If you want any sort of information more, um, give me a call. Connect with me, and I will get you what information I can, or I will put you in contact with with Don and Betty. I do have some of their updated prayer cards available, so come find me, and I will make sure to get one into your hot little hands. If there's anything about this conversation that you have questions about, if maybe God is leading you in a way and you're trying to figure out maybe some of your next steps, I would love to have a conversation with you. And if Don and Betty are around, they might want to as well. So we can figure that out. But let's connect. Um, And we've got other podcasts, too. So if you're looking to listen to something encouraging, uplifting, challenging, maybe to help you move forward in your walk with God, go ahead and check out our resource list. We've got a ton of podcasts on there. We've got a cool one coming up with our new elders. And so uh, Pastor Leon will be heading that one up, and I think it'll be good. John and Micah are fantastic. So anyway, I will leave this here with you, and blessings on you, friends. Hopefully we'll see you soon.